Here we are, Hazel. The Reinhardts. Having a conversation. Boop. You scratch those ribs. <laughs> um, This time we're talking about movies. Yep. Movies. So? Do you think movies are culturally important? Yeah. Why? Well, okay, so I think that it's more of just like, um, like way back when people had oral stories, just kind of like they would speak the story or whatever else. That's like how a lot of, I mean, we still have some of those stories today, right? With like, um, Like Greek mythology, I don't know, like just different mythology, different um, lore and whatnot, passed down, passed down, passed down through generations. Eventually, it was like written down, becoming like books. People re- created new stories, um, and then it was like it transformed into like in music too, and now it's in movies as well. Yeah. So that was a really stupid, unintelligent way of saying yes. <laughs> well, I asked why. You're just saying because we've always had stories. I think it's a way of us storytelling about our culture, yeah. I mean, thinking about just in general, like, for instance, books. Did you read The Crucible? No. It's like required reading in a lot of high school cl- um, English classes, but um. Yeah. Not if you're stupid. Well. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't even know. I've never even heard of this book that you just said was required reading in most high schools. Well, okay. So, um, The Crucible is a play. I, I I did the play when I was in high school. Oh, that's um, why you know about it. You're a theater nerd. Yeah. Well. Anyway, so the Salem Witch Trials, right? We all know about the Salem Witch Trials. Yes, I do know about those. So, The Crucible was written by someone during, I believe it was written by a relative of one of the judges that sentenced women to hang. Women and men to hang. Was he like, dude, my uncle was so tight. He burned so many witches. I think that he did it out of um, guilt. Oh, not Um, a fan. Of the burning at the stake. Yeah. Well, and then I'll say it like this. Um, That story of the Salem Witch Trials was told at a time, like retold at a time of... I think it was anyway. I think that it was a descendant of that man and he created that play to basically be an allegory for... Um, like when America when communists, um, communism was the Red Scare. Yeah, thank you. I was like, I cannot remember the name of this. So it either influenced another book that was written about that, or it was an allegory for that. But basically, it's like it's it's a retelling of that. As a basic, as an allegory, yeah. And culturally speaking, that's something that's really affected us as as a people 
in this country, right? There's a lot of... What, the witch trials, you mean? Well, just in general, we're always looking for someone to blame. Right? It's not us, it's someone else. Like, we did this in World War II. We um, sentenced a bunch of Japanese um, people in, like, California to work camps. Yeah, internment camps. Yeah. So, I mean, and we're always just kind of looking at, like, oh, well... And specifically about the Red Scare, we're looking at, you know, different people just be like, oh, no, I'm not a communist. It's them. They're the communist. Yeah. And I know that their friend also is a communist. Yeah. It's the same thing in, like, the Salem Witch Trials. Like, oh, no, I'm not a witch. This person influenced me to be a witch because they speak to Lucifer. That'll do it. So, anyway, um, yes. <laughs> I do. It's like, it's, it's, it's a story. And I think that all stories have purpose, regardless if it's just meant for entertainment. I mean, it, it is what it is. I think most things have a lesson. So what's the lesson from the crucible? Don't burn witches. Don't, don't point the finger at don't. others. When you point one finger at someone else, <laughs> you're pointing four back at yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I um my character was Abigail Williams. That is the character I played in high the high school. Did you get burned the at the play. stake? No, Abigail survived. She got other people burned at the stake. Nice. Do you she think if you had been there in real life, do you think you would have been an Abigail or do you think you would have been a victim? Seeing as Abigail was like literally 12 or 14 years old, I think I probably would have been also an Abigail. You'd have been like, mm, not, not me, dude. Well, first of all, Bam. you gotta think about, <laughs> you gotta think about the fact that like she is a young child, and she was being seduced by like a thirty-year-old man, because you don't know the story. Well, I don't. At that time, wasn't that like pretty age appropriate? He was married. Whoa, sinner. And sinner, sinner, chicken dinner. I mean, think about it. Like they were like super religious. Early settlers. Yeah. Anyway, all that to say, it's so easy to sit here and be like, oh, I would never do that. But as a child, would you have done that? Like, well, dude, you don't. I would a thousand percent have been burning people at the stake, dude. I would have been a witch hunter for sure. Well, <laughs> so. definitely anything to get the. I mean, if I valued my life at all, I would totally just be like anyone but me. You know, I was raised I mean, religious, I have and I was crazy in the two thousands. So well. imagine me as like some Protestant and whatever that happened in the fifteen hundreds. Is that when it was? I, I think so. I don't really. I don't know that much about it. Um, yeah. I definitely though. I would have been hunting witches down. I said all that stuff about. I think that the Scarlet Letter was actually in on this whole thing too. Like it was like kind of like a roundabout. What do you mean? Maybe the person who wrote the Scarlet Letter was the descendant. I have no fact checker here, but those those three yeah. things are all they all have commonalities. We have our computer, but I'm not going to fact check you. Just spit out whatever random information you think might be true. <laughs> I'm going to just look it up really fast. Scarlet no, Letter. No, I like it. Just just think about it and just spit out the first whatever the spirit tells you. That's probably not even close to right, but you can feel confident. In the Navy, they told me to be confident and wrong. Or wrong and confident. 
so you know basically you're allowed to be wrong but you have to do it confidently you're making a face that says everything you just said was wrong I can't I don't know what to look at I don't remember. It I just remember really talking matter. about it in my English class. Okay, I it's been like twenty years. Forgive me. So we both would have burned witches at the stake. It's a good thing to know about ourselves. I think. I think as an adult, like the age I am now, I have a different perspective on like blaming others and not taking you know taking responsibility. But as a child, as a fourteen-year-old child, yeah, definitely, I would definitely do that. Well, I don't know. Take the child part out of it. There were grown people throwing the finger. And I think that culturally, I want to say I would not do that. But only because I am someone who takes responsibility for the crappy things that I do. So. Yeah. If I was dancing with the devil, I probably would be like, uh, well. I would have just been so easily I guess I'm dying. Yeah. Someone would have been like, they're a witch. I'd have been like, whoa, what the? A witch, dude? I'll kill them. <laughs> Witches are evil. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, think about it. They didn't know anything. They had, they knew nothing. No, Other yeah. than, like, what people told them. They, there was no Google. There was no nothing. Probably a lot of them didn't even read. I probably would be throwing people under the bus. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be like out on a ranch, a cow would die. Someone would be like, oh, that's the neighbor girl. She's a witch. She killed it. I'd be like, let's burn her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't so, know. So easy. Mob mentality, that. you know what I'm saying? For sure. Well, anyway, um, different movie. Well, there's a movie called The Vivage, and that, it's all about a witch during that time period. I've not seen that one. We haven't watched it together? I'll no. You watch it. It's really slow. But Are we going to watch it favorite. after this? I don't know. I'll pick up my crochet. I don't know. Crochet it's one of my favorite horror movies, but it is really slow. But they, they talk in like the old English stuff and they like, they get kicked out of their little settlement thing. So they go out on their own to sell some land. And then it's basically exactly what we're talking about. Like just a bunch of paranoid, super religious people. Yeah. But, you know, the movie's called The Witch. Spoiler alert. There is a witch. <laughs> uh, it's good, though. It's a good movie. We can watch it. So, movies. I do think they're culturally important. I do think that they stay... They they speak a story. You know? They speak a story. They speak a... They speak a story. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. I'm a witch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you think that, do you think so? Why are we not? Well, you know me, I'm like a huge fan of storytelling, so I do, I think it's super relevant and important. Basically, for all the same reasons you said, it's just like an evolution of oral stor storytelling. Yeah. And there's, I'd say movies are probably some of the best storytelling because you see visually and you hear what's happening. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Like you get yeah. to literally experience things that you would not otherwise experience. Like for instance, um, like James Cameron Avatar. Yeah, sure. That's one example. It's an interesting story. 
people say it's much like Pocahontas or Ferngoli. I think yeah. it's like Ferngoli, ultimately. I think just a lot of people haven't seen Ferngoli. Have you seen that movie? No. It's a it's a child movie, basically. Well, it's it's a cartoon, I'll say. That dog is going wild. Yeah, she's... <laughs> 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 she's, like, got her tongue out, too. Yeah. Just, okay. What anyway. do you th- she thinks something about movies. She likes them. She loves movies. She, she, she does love them. She watches them with She us. does. She lays down. She watches the screen. She thinks they're very interesting. Anyway, yeah, Avatar. I've definitely heard it's like Pocahontas. I've heard it's like Dancing with the Wolves, which it is. It's pretty similar storyline. Well, and Ferngully itself is a cartoon, and it's about like two little fairy creature people living in the woods, and like they're like they're experiencing like deforestation in their habitat. Sounds like it was ahead of its time. <laughs> it was. This was like a movie I saw in the nineties. Anyway, there was this other movie I really enjoyed as a kid, and it was um, the Cobbler and the Thief. Maybe that's what it's called. It's about a cobbler who fell in love with a princess. It's a very good movie, actually. It was very funny. I'm gonna look that up now yeah well and i don't know to your point i guess about avatar or whatever to my point is yeah they i think movies can teach you to empathize because they they make you feel emotions when you watch a sad movie you get sad and when you watch a happy movie you get happy if it's good if it's a well done movie the thief and the cobbler so nice. i was i was reversed this was one of my favorite movies when i was a kid next to beauty and the beast and aladdin oh yeah yeah anyway sorry yes they tell a story i think a lot of the stories they tell are very important i think that they have lessons yeah i uh i don't know storytelling has been a part of human history probably as long as humans have been able to speak so Right, exactly, yeah. And this is just I like it's the next tradition. iteration, yeah. One day we'll be living movies probably, right? With like VR and all that crap. Living La Vida Loca. Yeah, you'll be like inside the movie. <laughs> you'll be inside out for real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I think they're important tools. So, yeah. You said that you had a bunch of questions written down. Yeah. I did. Somewhere. I could find my phone. (laughs) I mean, I'll just keep on talking. I loved The Thief and the Cobbler a lot. I also loved, I loved, loved, loved The Hunchback of Notre Dame. I was Esmeralda one year for Halloween. I loved Pocahontas. My mom made me a Pocahontas cake when I was growing up. (laughs) thought you were going to say costume for a second. I can't I can't remember if I ever dressed up as Pocahontas, but I did grow up very close to um the Nez Perce reservation. Yeah. So I I don't know. No one probably thought it was in poor taste, at least white people didn't back <laughs> at that time. Um now it seems like everyone kind of knows better, but um I don't know. I'm not trying to say I'm perfect by any means. All I can do is learn. No, but I was a child right. at the time. I'm pretty sure my brother was a uh, Indian one year. I could be wrong. I could be well, making that up. Memory's not very reliable. 
there's something about the fact that like I don't know maybe it's not different at all for like a white person to be doing that versus someone who's already like a similar probably just depends on who's watching it right some people would get offended some people wouldn't get offended some people care a lot some people don't care Kind of like how I, I recently learned that dream catchers are only really dream catchers if they're done by a specific tribe and blessed. I can't remember the tribe. But, like, how many people make dream catchers? Like, they're going to be... Oh, I don't know. Okay, you can start with your question. Sorry. Couldn't call it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I love... Childhood stories. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I love Indian stuff, so I'm down to talk about that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, if you were going to recommend one movie to the lovely viewers and listeners of this podcast, what movie would you recommend and why? I would definitely recommend my favorite movie of all times. Beauty and the Beast? No. I mean, yes, but no. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah. I love that movie. Okay, now why? <laughs> um, I think that it's a really beautiful story. I think that if you're really paying attention to it, the first time you watch it, you might really, like, truly understand what's going on. I watched it several times, just, like, not fully encapsulating every single thing that happened, I guess. Because the timeline, if you're not necessarily paying super close attention, can be kind of confusing i also this has been my favorite movie since i was a teenager so there's that but it's like every time i watch it i notice something else and it's um just like a really beautiful love story and the cinematography is gorgeous i mean it's just if you like film you would like this if you like a love story you would like this if you like jim carrey being serious you would like this if you like kate winslet it is Kate Winslet, right? Maybe it's Kate Beckinsale. It's definitely not Kate Beckinsale. Kate Winslet. We'll just go with that <laughs> for now. <laughs> I'm bad with people's names. But anyway, um, Kristen Dunst is in it too. Pretty weird, but. That's your recommendation, though. Yeah. It, um. I mean, you'll get it the first time you watch it, ultimately. It's just that, like, you know, the more times you watch something, the more you notice about it, the more you really understand or, like, delve deeper into something. And um, it's just very, it's a very good movie. I love it. I think five out of five stars. A lot of people probably will not agree with me, but I think it's... They don't have to. I think it's perfect. Yeah, I love that movie. like assholes. Everyone's got one. Yep. But, yeah, that's my favorite. How about you? If I were going to recommend one movie. The other guys. <laughs> yeah, Step Brothers. <laughs> uh, no. And why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I actually didn't think about my answer to any of these questions. Uh, I would probably say Parasite. Oh, that is such a good movie. Yeah. Talk about layers. Well, and also it just like exposed me to 
Korean filmmaking, and then I've watched a bunch of like other Korean films because of it. Yeah, a bunch of them have been really good. I'd say if I was gonna recommend one movie that we've seen like somewhat recently or whatever, I'd say Everything Everywhere All at Once was really good. Yes, I second that actually. If you have not seen that. Some people say it's weird. I've heard... Uh, I mean, it is weird. It's definitely weird. I mean, hot dog fingers. Yeah. I, I liked it, though, and it, I just... We hadn't watched the trailer or anything. I had no expectation. And None. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. We just, like, hopped into, like, a theater one day, and we were just like, oh, it's playing. Let's go. Yeah. Ooh, such a pleasant surprise. Yeah. I thought that movie was really good. Trying to think. And Gran like, Turismo was pretty good. <laughs> the one with the yeah, I know. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Gran Turismo. Yeah. The one about the video games. Oh no, you're talking about the race movie. Yeah. I'm thinking of. Uh, I can't remember. There's a Clint Eastwood, El El Torino or something like. Oh. That. <laughs> Gran Torino or something like that. I don't even know. Anyway, um. Uh, the race with movie. Orlando Bloom. You're thinking of the race with movie. Legolas. That movie was good. It was good. Definitely not as good as the other one, I don't think. But Yeah, I good. agree. I was just thinking, I'm like, oh, well, we saw this one more recent because everything, everywhere, all at once was like a year or two ago. Yeah. But a lot of movies since then. Yeah. I mean, we've gone to see some. Most movies are probably not worth recommending. <laughs> no. I would say, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like most, next question <laughs> yeah what's the kind of based Lucy off that what's the most oh no dude I got a good one really if you could only watch and rewatch one movie for the rest of your life what movie would it be <laughs> Beauty and the Beast <laughs> nice Um, how do I know that I could actually do that because you've done it I've done it <laughs> uh, yeah story for everyone out there if, i mean of course you care to know <laughs> uh <laughs> you wouldn't be here if you didn't that's right uh my grandpa when he passed away i went and stayed with my grandma for a summer and i did nothing but watch beauty and the beast for like two months I'd still love that movie. I'd still watch it. Yeah, we, she'd watch it right now. She's not even kidding. I love that movie. We watch it like every year. I love that movie. <laughs> you don't got to you don't got to convince me. It's good. How about you? I'd probably I mean, technically only one. You know, you have to speak into your microphone. Only one. I'd probably do The Fellowship of the Ring. I like The Lord of the Rings. You do, and also rereading the book. This isn't a pod, like, this episode isn't really about yeah. books, but that is, you reread that trilogy, I think, more than once a year. <laughs> I don't know about that, but, <laughs> well, there, I don't, the first one especially, the, if you understand the background of the books and the movies, they're just amazing. Like, he came back from war and wrote that stuff. So, like, when he's writing about, like, normal people going to war and fighting things that's like from real life experience of like seeing it because like when the world wars happened it was just normal people going to war it was like brothers and sons it wasn't like you know like in america now like everyone's like oh i volunteer as tribute dude pay for my college like that's what i did 
It wasn't like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like, we're going to war because we have to. And yeah, like, and everyone got drafted. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, when he writes, when he writes about, like, oh, they're fighting, like, this great evil stuff, and they're just, like, ordinary little hobbit people. And then they all just really, he does a really good job of making sure that you can tell that they love each other. Like, not, like, in a gay way, <laughs> but, like, but it could as be friends. It could be, uh, you know. More power to them. <laughs> but, Sam and Frodo. But, uh, I ship them. They, uh... <laughs> and, like, that that also, I think, comes from, like, his real-life experience of, like, seeing that. Because, like, that's what it's like. I don't know. I wasn't in war, but I was in the military. And that it's... Basically, you would do anything for each other. Anyway, yeah. The fel- and the fellowship is awesome because it's when they all first is he like get introduced and everything. Yeah. Nothing really happens. <laughs> they just they walk really far in that one. But it's uh, the movies, at least, I think kind of like the last one is like kind of the cheesiest. I was on TikTok. This is kind of an aside. I was on TikTok and I fun. saw that someone uses an app to track their walking and it compares their walking to that. Oh yeah. Of uh, the fellowship. Frodo's journey to, to Mordor. Mordor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, funny. What a motivator. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> to far wa- far walk. Lots of walking. What about second breakfast? Yeah. No wonder they were so hungry. <laughs> See, it's classic, dude. We gotta rewatch that because, like, I didn't really know anything like that, and you know, they were coming out, and I went to go see them in theaters when, as they were coming out. Yeah. Ouch. Same. I was. Over. I can't remember how old, but younger, and I went to watch them in theaters. Yeah, I mean, from, I think, single to double digits. Like, our parents' generation, I feel like, had Star Wars. And we have Lord Lord of the Rings. Rings. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the amount of jokes about Gollum, though, like that... I think so. I think you're onto something with that. Speaking of Star Wars... Dude, what a, a story. That's like a whole universe now. Dude, honestly, out of control. Yeah. Pedro Pascal. Yeah, TV, show, <laughs> TV shows and more TV shows and more movies and all sorts of stuff. Oh, my gosh. They got comics. Natalie Portman is Padawan. Dude. Padme? Padme, yeah. Excuse Pretty me. Pretty sure Padawan is like a Jedi in training. I'm not a huge Star Wars guy, but I think that's what it is. I've seen all the Star Wars movies. Just at least once. I've seen the original six, like the fir- the old three. No, okay, the you're right. Three. Me too. I've seen the original six. We've seen some of the new ones. We've seen Solo. We've seen at least a couple with the Kylo Ren guy. I love the guy who plays Kylo Ren. Adam Driver. He's I love him. Actor. He's so funny. Yeah. He used to be a Marine. Just saying. He was in Girls. Just saying. Yeah. Talk about, like, uh, the underdog. <laughs> you know, like, really, I think it's so funny. Just, I know we're talking about movies, but, you know, it's also kind of in the same eye of media. Uh, the way that he gets painted for, like, the first season or two is just kind of wild comparatively to, like, what kind of a person he actually is. Anyway. Anyway. So, girls, an off off tangent recommendation if you're a girl and you liked sex in the city you will most likely like girls so 
Speaking of really? Sex in the City, they Sex had like the City three movies. Way better. <laughs> Is it? I've only seen. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've seen more of it, but I I thought Sex in the City was funnier. But I've only seen some of Girls when you've been watching it. I've never like sat through much of it. I mean, it's about women in New York, and it's like I think one, it's more modern. Two, it's. I'm not going to say it's more realistic, but for my generation, millennials, that's what that means. I think that it's more relatable than, say, Sex and the City is. Yeah, because they're all, like, successful and wealthy in Sex and the City. Yeah, Carrie Bradshaw can, like, afford an apartment by herself doing, like, one column a week. What is that? Pretty Pretty far from the reality people experience today. In Girls, they're like, we have to have roommates, otherwise... We can't afford to live in New York, or my parents cut me off. Therefore, I can't live in New York. I don't know. Got to reset the camera. The couch hate us. Oh, no. Oh. All right. And we're back. <laughs> you were talking about girls. I was talking about girls. We were talking about if we could only rewatch one movie, what it would be. And then we got super distracted. Follow up question. Hmm. If you were going to torture someone by making them watch one movie, <laughs> what movie would you choose? Oh, man. Hmm. Gosh, I don't know. What movie was so bad? I mean, I've just blanked them out of my memory. I need some moments to think about that. How about you? What is yours? I think I would probably do Requiem for a Dream. Oh, gosh. It's not a fun watch. <laughs> is that why? So that's interesting that you would say, as I'm like, oh, I'd want to give them like a really terrible movie to watch. Yeah. But like you're saying like it's a good movie. <laughs> it's just not very fun. No, for sure. Not a lot of fun. I'm just I'm it. kind of blown away that that's your answer. Well, cuz it's so smart. No. It's <laughs> not. I mean sh- whatever. Yeah. Mm, yeah, it's What? Cause... There's also that movie, well, you probably haven't heard of it, a Serbian film. It's uh it's made its rounds on the internet. I feel like it's pretty internet famous. It's very grotesque. It's not very. It's not good in any way. It's just like violent, mostly sexually violent. So. All right. Well. But I think Requiem for a Dream is more unsettling <laughs> to watch. I think the Saw series. Oh yeah. Those are terrible movies, and they're grotesque. The, the first the one first actually was pretty good. Yeah. I've watched that one several times. Apparently, the tenth one is really good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I buy it. I think that was just. I've only seen marketing. the first three, and then I stopped because they're not very good. They're terrible. It's more just kind of like let's push the limits on what people think is acceptable because of their shitty behavior or whatever else. I don't know. I thought the f- the first one when was it came really out good. was really good though. It was like really good. groundbreaking as far as horror films are concerned. Huh, Hazel? I really liked it, but yeah, I mean. How about this? Every Saw movie except for the first one. (laughs) (laughs) 
torture. A, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a move for sure. And just like, no, wait, hold on. Just the scene of that one guy throwing in that woman in the, the pit, pit of, of needles. needles. Yeah, just <laughs> repeatedly. Or really that movie in general. The woman like reaching into the the box and then trying to pull her arm out, but there's razor blades on it. I'm going to throw up. Yeah, you don't. I you, hate it. <laughs> you don't much go for gore. No, I'm about like a thriller. Gore is not my jam. Gore is not her jam. Yeah, I like horror thrillers, psychological thrillers, psychological horror. I do not like gore, unless it's camp. I love a good camp horror movie. Yeah. Um, it scares me, but it's like, you know, it's like Scream. Yeah. Scream is Scream super is classic. camp. Yeah. Campy, campy. All the old slashers. Yeah. They're not campy per se, but I mean, now they're can kind of probably considered campy. But they they're like cult classic now. Yeah. When they came out, they were like, "Oh my god, this, this is evil." The Halloween. devil made this music. Okay, wait, hold on. What's your favorite horror movie then? Uh, yeah, that's oh man. Two part question: favorite horror movie, and then favorite movie to watch around Halloween. Favorite horror movie. It's a hard question for me. You know, I'm a big fan of the genre. Didn't used to be. Used to be terrified of them. And Which is funny because you and I have definitely like switched over. When I was like in middle school and high school, I loved uh, yeah. horror movies. I used to absolutely hate them, and now <laughs> I actively seek them out. <laughs> yeah. Um, funny. Probably. I mean, Hereditary has probably got to be like one of the best ones I've ever seen. I can't look at the ceiling anymore because of that one. <laughs> yeah, dude. If if I'm going to the bathroom <laughs> at night and that scene pops into my head, I'm like, I'm running straight back to the bed. <laughs> For real, though, I have ran from our bathroom to our bedroom yeah. more than once. Yeah. I turn on every light of the house when I go through it now. I'm so. a big fan of that movie. I really like The Witch. I just recently watched The Wailing, which is a Korean one, which is really good. Um, Hereditary, er, Hereditary is probably like my favorite though. But around Halloween time, mm -hmm. it's got to be the Evil Dead movies for sure. Yeah. I love every single one of them. I love. I mean, obviously, the OG ones are my favorite because Bruce Campbell's awesome. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. Now, then there was the 2016 remake of Evil Dead. That's pretty good. And then there was Evil Dead Rise that just came out like this year, and that was pretty good. Evil Dead Rise is definitely less camp, more horror. Uh. I like the OG ones because they're campy. They're like that's funny. the one that you and I saw in theaters, right? Yeah, I thought it was still pretty campy. Yeah, I mean it's still like it, it wasn't as much as it feels like the Evil Dead was almost trying to become like a horror comedy, like ironically. Yeah, the old ones, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The new one didn't seem like it was trying to be so much of a comedy. I think the old ones are way better. They like balance it. it. They yeah. balance it out a lot better. The because the new ones like can't decide. They're like, are we going to be really scary or are we going to be funny? And the I old like ones it, like yeah. leaned really into like the camp. I guess like I'm not like a super fan of the Evil Dead as it is. I will say that we went and watched um, the Evil Dead one time 
like in theaters on 35 millimeter night and that was incredible because for the first half of the movie everyone had such a high energy and everyone was just cackling at the screen and uh then things started getting spooky and everyone was like wow yeah it's it's like so much fun to go watch old movies like that in theater with a bunch of other people who really like the film i will say that that was incredible well and the practical effects too are pretty awesome in those movies Speaking of practical effects, yeah, Planet well, of the Apes. Oh yeah, the those, old ones. Those are awesome. I <laughs> fucking love Planet of the Apes. <laughs> the first one was great, and then there's like so many more, and I just keep on like as we're watching them. I was like, uh, like four. What are these about? Yeah. <laughs> what are they these get about? weirder and weirder and do they relate? But then so like we do. It's funny because they are like. Ultimately, Planet of the Apes is a really good sci-fi movie yeah. series. Yeah. And you don't really realize how sci-fi it is until you watch like the second, third, and fourth one. Well, I don't I don't know. Do you they go to a planet of apes that talk? <laughs> I love those movies though. I I watched the Mark Wahlberg one when it came out in theaters with my dad cuz he loves Planet of the Apes. And I think the old ones came out when he was younger, so he was a big fan. They're crazy. Mark Wahlberg one is the only one we didn't watch when we rewatched them. We watched all the other new ones with James Franco or whatever. No, we did watch it. The Mark Wahlberg one? Planet of the Apes Rise or whatever? No, it's not. Was it's it It's just called? Planet of the Apes again. <laughs> oh, no, we did, though. It's like it's a like remake the, the of quarantine, the, the quarantine time is just kind of like, what makes the grass grow? Blood. That one? I don't think so. I don't think we watched it. I think we did. I don't think so. It's like San Francisco, but like no, that's what I'm. Civilization. No, those are the those are the newer, newer ones. Mark Wahlberg's right in the middle. There's the old ones. Then there was a Mark Wahlberg one, which is like a remake of the first old one. And then that was it. That's all they did. And then they totally rebooted it. With like James Franco and Caesar and all of them again, with the. But those weren't a reboot. Those were like a preboot. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny because that's just that one planet, of the apes. Yeah. Which so there's different planets with different. Anyway. Are, are there different planets? Well, because the 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 first original Planet of the Apes, it was the astronauts. They got lost in space, and then they basically, like, what, crash-landed, emergency-landed on this planet, and then found out that the on planet... Earth. Oh, they tried. They they thought it was their Earth. That's right. They so basically, think it was. He, they find the Statue of Liberty and stuff, and they're like, what the... They go okay, this like is what hole. I mean by, I think... Yes, a wormhole. This is why I think that it's just, like, you kind of, like, piece together that it's, like, more and more, like, sci-fi as you go on because it's not just them going into the wormhole after exploring space. It's, like, people from the first movie escape that planet and then continue to go, you know? Yeah, on in the old ones or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because the last one, it's, like, a bunch of humans worshipping an atomic bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so cool. <laughs> I love Planet of the Apes. I stand Caesar. Excuse me. I just want to be part. 
Anyway, yeah. Um, oh, I have someone. Ow! River, that really hurt me. Hey, get off. Someone's picking up something else, yeah. so I, that's why. That's we have a secret guest <laughs> that the girls can't see because our window is tented, and that upsets them. It's just someone from Facebook coming to pick something up outside. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I could recommend horror movies forever because I love them. The old alien ones, those are awesome. My favorite <coughs> horror movie to watch during Halloween is Halloween. Boom. boom Jamie Lee boom. Curtis, the original. Riz, come here. See, you scared him off. Good job. <laughs> Proud of you. You really um, got them. Yeah, that's all-time favorite. OG Halloween. Yes. Michael. Jamie Lee Curtis, really doing it. I like the opening Activia. scene or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She can't shit now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> River, what? How? You're pulling my hair. I like the opening scene in Halloween where he kills his sister. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're like 12 or 8 or something. I don't know. He's like a little kid. Or his babysitter, I guess. Not his sister. Whatever. He murders someone as a little kid, and that's why they put him in the asylum thing. Then he busts out. He For some reason, I'm blanking out on the on that. I just remember... We'll just have to watch it again. River, you gotta get off of me, sister. You're really, like, you're, you're like, clawing me. I don't like it. We she really is. Look at her. Definitely watch it again. Attack She's you. trying to grab you. I know. Did the person, the mean person outside scare you? It's okay. Wait, so what's your favorite horror movie? That the one? Ring. The Ring? Yeah. Man, the well. Okay, so, but. What's that little girl's name? Samara. Yeah, you're right. Samara. <laughs> wow, you, you knew that mm -hmm. quick. Um, But it's my favorite because it's not really gory, but it is. It's scary. And it's kind of like Smile. How so? Because it's like a curse that follows you, kind of? Dude, yeah. speaking of Smile, what do you think of Smile? Terrible movie. Yeah, you didn't like it? Zero out of ten stars. <laughs> same with... Uh, you didn't like it that bad, huh? Yeah. Black Phone, same thing. Oh, Black Phone sucked. I, I will agree with Black Phone. Smile, I thought, had some redeeming qualities. I thought it was super campy, but they didn't realize, like, the people who made the movie didn't realize it was campy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't think it was that campy. I think that if it were campier, it would be better. Really? Well, she was just kind of like, I don't want to, uh, spoiler alert, um, fast forward, like, 30 seconds yeah, right now. Yeah, if you haven't seen Smile and you've got plans to see it, don't listen to this next part. Because we're when about she's to talk about it. She's in, like, the house of her childhood, and then that guy that she's, like, basically in love with tries to come find her, and she's like, don't come find me, and then she's, like, in this alternate universe, alternate reality, and then so is he, but, like, she still kills herself in front of him, and then the movie ends. Well, that was stupid. She's, like, fighting this big bad guy who, like, cannot be fought. Dude, I... It's just, like, honestly, who does that sound like? It sounds like fucking Jason. <laughs> Well, I so Sorry. the redeeming qualities I thought were the monster when it gets revealed is very creepy and like eats her. 
And I was like, whoa, <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, I guess then, 30 seconds wasn't enough. And then I thought the, <laughs> I thought the ending, I agree. I didn't think it was great, but I was like, oh, it's kind of unique, I guess. I don't. I I would give it like a C. I wouldn't give it a fucking F. Black okay. Phone. I would give an F. D for Smile. F for Black Phone. Dude, Black Phone. Zero. Yeah. Don't don't recommend that at all. Uh, Terrible. Just read the short story. It's like 10 probably pages. a lot better. Yeah. Um, well, and it's like the movie could have just been the short. You know, like they didn't. It's not a short story that needed a movie. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I not read the short story, but I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you. Um, (laughs) and the other part of that, I'll just go ahead and say is like any single thing, like a movie about, um, kidnapping, uh, like molestation, et cetera. Yeah. Like he molests them. He just kills them. But well, it's like, okay. When you're watching, when I watched it, I was just kind of like, whoa, this is a creepy movie. About a man who takes children to do what people who steal children do with them. You know what I mean? (laughs) Spoiler alert. Nope. There's just some snakes in a fucking briefcase. But, uh... Yeah. Uh... It just gave, like, John Wayne Wayne Gacy? Yeah, John Wayne Gacy Jr., I think. Yeah, it gave gave vibes of that caliber. Yeah. Yeah. But he, then he did a little mil- more than kill his victims, but <laughs> that's what I mean. Though it's like, you know, you there's movies out there and like stories out there about people who kidnap young people yeah. and keeping them or killing them, and what do they do on the meantime? I mean, I agree. There's enough of that going on gave, in the real world. I didn't need to watch a movie yeah. that even hinted about it. Well, and like not even a good movie. You no, know? the like, best part of that movie was Ethan Hawke's performance, probably. <laughs> I just feel like I don't need to watch a movie to make me scared about that happening to people or myself. You know what I mean? Like that's already out there in the universe. I'm like looking for some kind of like escapism. In other like that's I think why I like. I want to be scared about scary ladies on the ceiling. (laughs) I hated that movie because it was so scary. Um, Really, really good movie if you like horror, Hereditary. Probably the probably one of the best horror movies, but. Like the reason why I like the ring so much is because it is such like an outlandish, like would never happen kind of situation. Um, yeah. And it's, it's like escaping into like an alternate universe, so to speak. Whereas like, depending on who you are and what you believe in, I mean, hereditary could be. If you believe in demons. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Um, I looked it up. Michael Myers. At the beginning of Halloween, a six-year-old Michael murders his teenage sister, Judith. Oh, I remember because she gets into the drawer uh, of like knives. Remember. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then whenever they go by, it's the scary house. It's Michael's house. That's yeah. right. So he was six, yeah. It's a good Pretty movie. wild. Pretty wild. Yeah, I like all those. I like Nightmare on Elm Street, dude. Freddy. A gay icon. He's not really. <laughs> he's not really gay. I don't think in the movie, but <laughs> the people say he's a gay icon. He's got the long fingernails and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> anyway. Um. Yep. Yeah. All right. What's your? F- let's do comedies now. Ooh. What's your favorite comedy movie? 
I'm just, I love comedies too. I got like a million of I these that I can pick one, I don't think. All right, I'll go Step Brothers or the love other guys. Eh, Step Brothers wins for me on that. I mean, it probably wins for me too, but I do love the other guys. It's a very quotable comedy movie. So is Zoolander. Yeah, that's Zoolander is a classic. That's what a good one. What is this? A city for ants? Yeah, what is this? A school for ants? A school for ants? I had. How are they supposed bul- to learn if they can't even get inside? <laughs> I had bulimia. You could see dead people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie's good. Step Brothers is great, dude. I Did you touch my drums? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just watching cops. <laughs> Why are you so sweaty? That's what it was. Are bonita fish big? Uh, it's a trophy fish, so yeah, it's pretty big. <laughs> I just saw a clip it's on the you- fucking <laughs> Catalina wine yeah. mixer. I just saw a clip on YouTube of the cast talking about that movie, and they were talking about how like a lot of it's improvised. I guess. Oh, I love that. Like, they would do scripted takes, and then they would just do whatever. And the one guy was talking about, you know, this dinosaur speech, mm. where he's like, you know what I wanted to be when I grow was gonna grow up. I wanted to be a dinosaur. <laughs> Used to walk around, I'd make my arms small. I guess that whole <laughs> thing was like improvised. And I was yeah. like, that's amazing. Cause that's incredible. That's one of the best parts. <laughs> my dad said, stop being a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> uh, that movie's great. So yeah. I Bridesmaids like- also. Yeah. It's really good. Bridesmaids, stepbrothers. You're not a fan the, of the other guys. The other guys was fine. It's just, uh, you know, her name is Christineth. Yeah. You come into my home, you say my <laughs> wife's name right. It's Christineth. Are you stupid or are you deaf? <laughs> That's what I I butcher lines yeah. in movies. Hot Rod. Oh, shit. I almost forgot about that one. That is a Woo! classic. Yeah. My, my name's, name's Rod, and I like to party. <laughs> my name's Dave. I also like to party. I know for a fact you don't party. <laughs> that movie is super quotable. And that movie, they don't swear or anything. So it's like, you could watch that with your family if you wanted to. Ancestors protect me. He slams the door. <laughs> Have fun being married to Satan. <laughs> oh, God. Oh my god. Classic. Gosh. Andy Samberg, dude, he is a he's a comedy gem. <sighs> the Lonely Island Boys. I still know a lot of I well, I'm on a boat. Yeah. That one, who doesn't know that song? Probably a lot of people. Hello, I am a theater nerd. Yeah. I love <laughs> I don't know, a lot of people probably know it. They are famous. That was know? like the last time I really watched SNL. I watched it religiously. Kristen Wiig. <laughs> Andy Samberg. You want to know one of my questions? Hmm. Why did you make us watch Saltburn? That's a good question, dude. Is it? I think so. Um, I didn't know what it was going to be about. I just kept on seeing people online talking about it. Internet marketing. Well, and I thought to myself, this is like a good piece of pop culture. We should watch it. Well, cause do you still think that to yourself? <laughs> do you think it was a good piece of pop culture? Why do you have to punish me for making decisions? You've made me I'm watch so many bad movies. I'm not punishing you. I'm just uh-huh. asking. Uh-huh. Okay. No, it wasn't that great. But I will say it was more of a film than it was like a movie for entertainment. More of a film. Also, a lot of people were talking about how um, 
I don't know. I think that it's pretty safe to say that Reese and I were pretty grossed out by the movie. There was several there scenes. There was a couple scenes. And it was like funny, like um like funny gross, like, oh my god, I can't believe that this is on a movie right now. Or like uh I don't know, if if you know, you know. But then on on uh online, because I was researching I was I literally TikTok reactions to Saltburn because I was interested. Were they like saying it was good though? Or they were, were they saying just it like, was like, whoa, it's crazy. A lot of people really liked it. And That's a lot of people I thought see. it was sexy. I I did <laughs> I've seen people say it's a horny movie and I was like For who, dude? What's <laughs> wrong with you guys? You guys need to see your therapist twice oh a week, gosh. I guess. It was the scene with uh Valencia and then the grave scene for me. Like not in like a horny way, but just another Huh? <laughs> Dude, it was the bathtub scene for me. Oh my god, I yeah. was uh, blocking that out from memory. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like I said, I watch a lot of horror, so like I'm kind of used to grotesque stuff. But that movie's that not was marketed kind of next level. Gro- well, it's it's also not marketed as like a grotesque thing. So like those couple of scenes are like, oh, what the fuck? I literally thought it was going to be like, yeah, a movie about like. A guy who fell in love with his friend. Boy, was I wrong. Yeah, not even <laughs> close. Boy, was I wrong. Yeah. And we watched the trailer for it, too, and it seemed like it was going to be interesting. And it was pretty interesting, I will say. Neither one of us were like, let's turn this off. I I don't know, dude. But I, we did not have I'd the same reaction I'd say about internet. 60% on the way through, I was like, all right, I'm over this shit. Oh, well, I thought it was like good enough to finish watching. I thought the cinematography was good. Yeah. Um, the also the playlist was good, so like the the music was yeah. good. Yeah, I thought even the acting was good. I agree. I too bad there wasn't a good story in there somewhere. <laughs> Yo, but the parents, like the mom specifically, she was hysterical. So funny. Yeah. She do anything for attention. Yeah, that was the best part of the movie, dude. <laughs> Pamela died. Yeah, she'd do anything for attention. <laughs> That was by far the best oh line. Oh my gosh! Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I was not impressed. I'll say that. Yeah, I mean, I, I literally the only reason why I wanted to watch it is because so many people were watching or talking about it online. I did see one person was talking about it, like watching it on a on a flight, and they were like, "All my friends say I shouldn't," and then they were like, "But I watched P.S. I Love You on a flight, and that was fine." So you know, we'll just see what happens, and um. I want to see the reaction because yeah. she's definitely the person by sitting now. next to him was probably like, yo, get me away from this fucking freak. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was not. Good thing I'm a vampire. Yeah, I was not horribly <laughs> impressed. <laughs> I. Uh, yeah. What a, it was weird. It like it looked cool and like the acting and stuff was good. But like just why not make a good movie with all those all those parts to make a good movie, you know? Yeah, it could have been three separate movies, I think. Shit, um, it couldn't even be one good one. <laughs> well, okay, whatever. I just mean, like, separately. Um, Let's talk about directors. All right. Who do you like and why? Oh, man. Do you, do you keep track? I only know, like, two or three directors. Do I keep track? Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't. Like not horribly, obviously. I like Peter Jackson. Who? Who? Um. What does he do? Lord what of the Rings. 
not I mean I I don't think Lord of the Rings the film ad- adaptations are not perfect but I think they're as good as they could have been yeah um I obviously like uh why am I blanking on his name Pulp Fiction Tarantino yeah yeah Quentin Tarantino yeah, I do love him. Like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I like all yeah, almost yeah. all of his movies. Kill Bill. Yep. I do love also like I don't know if this is like just fan um theory or what, but his universe and how he has movies for his universe and in the universe they talk about movies or histories that have happened. I like uh the guy that did Parasite. I don't want to say his name because I feel like I'll butcher it. It's That's like okay. Bong Cho something, I think. I couldn't even remember his name. I'm terrible with names. He did Snowpiercer too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Snowpiercer. It's a weird one. That's the one about the train, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> You think you know it's going on in a story, and then suddenly it's just like, ah. And that well, that's how Parasite is too. That's fair. Um, I like Christopher Nolan. He did Memento. He's done all the Batman's. He did. I didn't care for Memento. I thought it was an interesting movie, but I wouldn't watch it again. Unpopular opinion, I guess. Well, I just said I was a fan, so I don't know. Probably a lot of people don't like Christopher Nolan. I haven't watched Oppenheimer, which is his new one. Yeah, I I would like to watch that at some point, but you know, it is what it is. Um, I think Memento was like pretty good. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) We're here. All right, sister. Um, let's let's wrap this out. bad chat up. Okay, yeah, well, me too. Um, no so rush or anything. I'm just. Let's get this finished. Yeah, no rush. But if you could just hurry the fuck up. I'm kidding. We we're Stanley talking. Kubrick. We were talking about directors. Yeah. There's I love The Shining. It's the other movie I like to watch um, during the fall. I love Stephen King. I love The Shining. Probably my favorite Stephen King um, book made into a movie, even though it's really not that similar to the book at yeah, all. Yeah, a lot of people are like, um, it's a terrible adaptation. I it's. I think it's a good movie, though. I think that if the movie were a word-for-word adaptation of the book, it would not be a good movie. Yeah. Unpopular opinion, probably. Yeah, some, I mean, film is different than books, so... Also, like, the uh, Jack Torrance, like, his um, dive into madness is much slower in the book. And there's only so long you have in a movie to really be able to display that. And him having, just, like, having the same exact thing happen to him, to me, to me, it made sense. Um, Also, Eyes Wide Shut. He also did Full Metal Jacket. And Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. And um, uh, A Clockwork Orange. We've actually watched a whole bunch of his stuff. Yeah. I like him. 
Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, there's a bunch of Space Odyssey, right? Um, I think you're right, but I don't know. I mean, great guy, great director, good movies. <laughs> great guy, dude. We're good pals. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend. <laughs> yeah. Keyboard. Um, but Eyes Wide Shut is probably the weirdest one. And then speaking of weird movies, um, film. I love like film. Like, um, sophisticated <laughs> film. Sophisticated, huh? Yeah. Well, like, um, I'm thinking about specifically that movie. We watched this together a couple years ago, Mulholland Drive. Oh, yeah. It's like movies like that when you have to basically either watch it a secondary time or you have to, like, deep dive, do a research and, like, make yourself a thesis of what it means. Uh, like that movie Mother. Mother, yeah. Have you seen that? Um, I think so. I think I watched it with you. You definitely didn't watch it with me. Oh, well then maybe I haven't seen it. Um, also that other movie that we watched together, what is it called? Um, <coughs> shoot. I'm thinking, uh, I'm What's thinking of ending things. I'm thinking of ending things. Yeah. Yeah. It like it's uh it's like about like a relationship at first, but then it becomes more about his life. Based on a book, I haven't read the book. Uh, yeah, I don't hardly remember that movie to be honest, but yeah, I do remember watching it. Mm. Forgettable. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of really good movies. Um, Michel Gondry, another great director. I um he director of my favorite movie um he also i think he was um just a producer but um being john malkovich also just a wonderful movie <laughs> cameron diaz and uh what's his name i don't know if i've ever seen it oh being john malkovich i think i made you seen it it's like one of my top 10 oh it's pretty good you probably have i probably just forgot about it uh I cannot think of like the main guy's name. He's like a he was like in a bunch of stuff in like the early nineties, late eighties. Uh Cusack. John Cusack. John Cusack. I think that's him. Uh and Cameron Diaz is like she uh like adopted a chimpanzee and uh John Cusack's character is like a puppeteer and he finds a tunnel and this tunnel is actually a wormhole into John Malkovich's mind and he eventually learns how to use John Malkovich as a puppet of his own I don't think I've seen it we have to watch it it sounds weird weird yeah it's really good though Cameron Diaz it's like the only role that I've seen Cameron Diaz be in where she's not like overtly just sexual exactly yeah (laughs) i you know, I think yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. Movies. Movies. They're pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, I concur. I also f- think they're pretty cool. <laughs> he loves movies. I He's got a collection of DVDs. Yeah, I do love movies. And we also have a collection of movies that we've purchased on Amazon. Oop. Thank you, Bezos. In- into the Spider-Verse. Mm, <laughs> yeah 
movie's sick as hell. Especially, so we went to go see the last one in theaters. Wasn't as good as the first. I still think it was really good. Yeah. Really, uh, you, you've kind of changed my mind on cartoons as an adult. They're awesome. We watched Soul, um, I think, last year, and we also watched Frozen. Yeah. Like, I, there are children in our lives, like, we both have uh, nieces and nephews, but I'm... Well, really, we just have nephews, the both of us. <laughs> yeah. But I have cousins who have girls. Um, yeah. So whatever. It's like we and we have friends who have kids. But yeah, we don't really have a reason to really watch cartoons. Um, Other than the fact that they're sick. They're really good. Yeah. Some of them are really good. Uh, Pixar stuff or um, is it Pixar? Who did like Soul and uh, I watched oh. Wally. We watched Wally. That was really good. Wally's awesome. I was surprised. It was like, yeah, it was it, such a read into our society, honestly. <laughs> Dude, for yeah. a children's Read you, show? wrote you. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I made you watch. This is like all of like the obese people in their in loungers their in uh, like a space station. And then the planet got destroyed by all the garbage, dude. I mean, yeah, yeah. read you, wrote you. Um, yeah, Wally, I made you watch Up. I, well, I've seen Up before you. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, into the Spider Verse cartoons are amazing, dude. Really, Reese just really loves movies, and I uh, do. I he has shared his love with movies with me. I stand for movies. He does, especially going to the theater. It's an experience. We have yeah. our first date was a oh yeah, Pet Cemetery. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that movie. Oh Not boy, <laughs> we sat the, the entire time one. in that theater and we laughed. Yeah, I can't remember the movie. It was just so bad. Yeah. That's what I would make someone watch to torture them. Yeah, the Repeatedly. Pet Cemetery remake was not good. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we had all, a great time. They can't all be winners, you know. That's right. They had it, so the it remake was pretty. Oh, good. the it remake was really good. You know, Doctor Sleep also like that one. Oh yeah, Doctor Sleep. So good. It's like how many? You know, no one bats a thousand. Anyway, yeah. I love movies, and I think everyone should love movies. The end. Cool. The, yeah, <laughs> the end. Um, well, I guess that wraps it up for me. It does. Yeah, that wraps it up. Any parting thoughts on film? I think we should watch a movie after this. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch a movie, dude. It's called The Inside of My Eyelids. Being John Malkovich. <laughs> Oh, uh, my my one final thought would be watch some foreign films because you oh never know. Gosh. You might find a good one. And not just Amelie, even though Amelie is cute. Yeah, there's other stuff out there. Mm -hmm. If you're into hor horror, I have to like really enunciate that because I just if say you're if, into you're into horror, horror, if you're into horror, if you're into horror, 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 uh, horror. Uh, <laughs> the, <Sorry. laughs> the Koreans, they make a mean horror film um they did the original grudge and they also did um Isn't that japanese i thought oh maybe it is i thought it was i think the, the grudge, maybe it is, japanese. it is japanese there's this other one well japanese horror films are also good there's this one film sorry i know we're like about to end but there's this one horror movie that i guess it is japanese that was like really rude of me not to know <laughs> how dare you um, but it's like, uh, 
oh my god my chemical romance has a music video and there's like scenes to that movie in it any thoughts any idea I can't remember what it's called but it's very gruesome it's like this guy is like trying to figure out like what this girl is about and what she's about and what she's about and then finally he kind of like finds her and she basically poisons him and as soon as he comes to she like tortures him until the end of the movie nice it is crazy yeah no i was thinking more it's not like i don't know gory gruesome but he she does like they the well i don't know what movie you're thinking of but the the korean movies that i've seen can be pretty hardcore i saw the devil it's a good one pretty savage excuse me uh the wailing also pretty gruesome not too terribly gruesome pretty creepy though for sure also very good uh old boy deeply unsettling (laughs) they're all great though anyway that's that's my final parting thought would be don't just watch american films because lots of places make them i think also just be open to any genre even if they do scare you or you think they're stupid (laughs) yeah not that you have to watch horror movies no but even movies like uh like rom-coms or you know like like watching the notebook I would I would second that. Just be open. Like there are. We watched some Love actually, and I was like, "Oh, this is actually pretty good," and I didn't even want to watch it. That is true. I just put it on. I tricked him. Mostly, he I didn't want to watch it because it, it was late. But yeah, I got invested pretty quick, and I thought it was pretty good. The only part I didn't like was the lady visiting her brother in the psych ward. <laughs> well, I thought you didn't like the uh, the no wrap up to that to Severus Snape treating on his wife. I also did not like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, home. Yeah. Love actually is buying other girls necklaces. <laughs> Love actually is based on just like life. Also the the washed up rock star, he's my favorite. My favorite too. Yeah. Um yeah, so be open to anything and uh you might be surprised. Yeah, spread your eyeballs and or your eyelids and go watch some movies. Let your husband scare the shit out of you with Hereditary and um, the book about the people who find um, the demon house, the same people who um, found Annabelle. Let's, let's just do that. Oh. Never be able to sleep again. <laughs> Wait. What movie are you talking about? I don't know what that last one was, but it's like the the house they buy a house in like the seventies. Oh, the Conjuring. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. The end. The end. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and Bye. That's, that's